You're listening to Power Athlete Radio, a podcast dedicated to empowering your performance every damn day. Join former NFL pro and Power Athlete founder John Wellborn as he dissects the greatest minds in strength, conditioning, and more. Joining him is everyone's favorite coach and hair model, Chris, a.k.a. Tex McQuilkin, Power Athlete's Director of Performance. So whether your goal is to be the hammer, destroy mediocrity, or simply move the dirt, you've come to the right place. Now with the warm-up done, let the gains begin. This episode is part of our Move the Dirt series, designed to empower you with the tools to move towards your goals. Move the Dirt is something we say a lot here at Power Athlete. The dirt is the dirt. It's that lazy, fearful, bitch mode voice in your head that says too tired, too busy, too old, too injured, too whatever. You can't reason with it, but you can move it. Some days you get a big ass shovel in your hands and it's easy. You're strong, you're motivated, you're king of the world. But some days you get a spoon and you still got to show up and move that shit anyway. Rep by rep, spoon by spoon. So long as you're moving a little dirt every day, you're digging in the right direction. If you're sick of the dirt dominating you and you want to be master of your own self, walk the Power Athlete path with us. Visit powerathletehq.com forward slash training and start moving the dirt today. Here's the data. 80% of nutrition resolutions fail after just one month. What we help make happen is you moving the dirt past February 1st. So here's the deal. If you want to attack the year of purpose, stay the course and hit your goals, you need Power Athlete programming. It's been battle-tested at the highest level and gets results for every level of athlete. As a special offer this January, if you commit to the cause for a year, you get the full Power Athlete experience for less than a dollar a day with an extra 200 bucks of content for free, a one-on-one consultation to help you set your goals, and a nutrition protocol of your choice. Visit powerathletehq.com forward slash training and start moving the dirt today. Hey, welcome to another episode of Power Athlete Radio and our third installment of the Move the Dirt series. For those of you that are just tuning in, we had two Move the Dirt series, the first one being me and some of my reflections of 2022 and New Year's resolutions or things that I'm looking forward to. Even though I'm not a big New Year's resolution guy, I like to get stuff started earlier. I did have a series of reflections. If you want to go back and check that one on, you can. And then the second one goes with our good friend, friend of the podcast and the illustrious Mr. Rudy Reyes, who discusses how the body deals with stress and more importantly, how he deals with mental resiliency, um, being not only former military, but going on and being an actor and being on two of the hottest shows this planet has ever seen. So Rudy is not only an amazing character uh, as a human, but just one of the most dynamic people we've ever had on the podcast and one of the favorites. It's pretty amazing when all I run into people and they know Power Athlete Radio, Rudy's podcast are some of the ones they always want to discuss. So tune back into those and enjoy all things Move the Dirt. Today we're speaking about movement and Happy New Year, John. As part of many resolutions, people are getting back into the swing of things, back into fitness, back into movement, back into training back into actually taking care of themselves. Maybe they were a little gluttonous over the holidays and now we're aiming to set them on the right path when it comes to movement. It's not necessarily how much you do, it's how well you do it. Yeah, the, I think a standard approach 
is just the shotgun, throw everything on the wall and sees what sticks for a lot of people. And I think the reason, actually I know because we owned a CrossFit gym and we've been doing this for a number of years. So I'll give you a little insider intel. The reason that people fail on their New Year's resolutions is because they don't have a concrete plan. The plan is very, very sporadic. And more importantly, it's steeped in things that they've never done. So if your idea is that, hey, I'm going to get fit this year and I'm going to do it by just trying to do everything at once and throwing it against the wall and scenes with sticks, your outcome is going to be not as you intended it. So what we're going to hopefully help you do is create a nice formulated plan. But the big thing that I really want to focus on is the persistent perfection of movement. I want you to go out and really focus on not just junk volume, not just trying to do a whole bunch of things, but doing the things that you select and doing them well and doing them frequently. Yes. And when you get back into fitness and many people are selling right now is the, the group fitness, the endurance, the more, more, more. And we're aiming to direct you to more weightlifting, more power, more quality of movement, because that's going to keep you injury free. It's going to start to develop more musculature, which as we learned last year with Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, it's, a, it's, the, it's the organ of longevity that is muscle. So we're going to explore that a little bit and some of the concepts that make Power Athlete Program high quality and put you in a position to do more by technically doing less. To accomplish more. Well, I think it... <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, uh, it's a pretty standard deal, man. Um, I think when people go into the gym, they get this idea that I'm just going to pick, you know, a random weight and I'm going to do it as many times as I can. And I, I think that there becomes a real issue with that in that, one, if you haven't been doing anything and then you add a ton of volume, we're going to see a bunch of injuries. Um, you know, the one thing that derails, especially if you're trying to make a life change or, you know, get back in shape, the fastest way you can get derailed is by hitting an overuse injury. You know, all of a sudden now I'm, I'm sore, I'm injured, and I can't do anything. And instead of taking a step back and realizing the worst thing you can do is stop moving, people just stop moving. And that derails them. And then all of a sudden now, uh, I don't know how to get started again. So what we always preach, especially this time of year, is consistency, focusing on perfect execution of movement, and having a well-formulated plan that incorporates, you know, not only moving through space, but addressing some of the things that become limiting factors for people. One of the big ones we're going to run into and we can discuss here on movement is that trunk and that center area that most people refer to as their core. But what I like to refer to as trunk, which is really the midsection and the low back and helping you develop proficiency and strength in those positions so that injuries end up becoming reduced. Yeah, and a big fallacy, and I want you to keep an eye out and look out for this. If you're walking into the fitness realm, and there is a, a cash out, meaning some form of abs to close out, not necessarily the order of operations that a power athlete program yep. would follow. We value that trunk highly. We understand its connection to health, longevity, decreasing back pain, and more importantly, getting strong. We put it right at the beginning, the prep work, before we utilize the barbell, so your trunk is dialed in and locked in, and you're in the best position to get strong, powerful, and fast, and avoid injury. Yeah, this is a, a practice and a process that started many, many years ago. And I'll just give you a little bit of historical preference for this. Uh, as an NFL player, there were a few 
mechanisms that I saw happen that resulted in back injuries. So think about a uh, offensive line. I'm playing left tackle, obviously inside foot's forward, left side foot's back. As I slide back into pass protection, I'm trying to basically segment my body, put myself between the pass rusher and the quarterback. What happened was, is a lot of guys were setting back into that, you know, good vertical position with their hip square. What would happen was they would rotate. And we've seen a mechanism for athleticism where the best in the world can kind of separate their upper body from their lower body. So as they set back, nice and square to the line, there would be a rotation and then guys would use their hands. If you've ever seen anybody pass pro at offensive line, the injury mechanism I saw over and over again was as guys were setting back or into or into a position where they rotated, then they got loaded into a frontal plane. And for those of you guys that might not know planes of motion, sagittal plane is everything straight ahead. Like you're within a hallway or a doorway and I'm moving in this direction. Everything I can do in that hallway or doorway transfer or sorry, uh, frontal plane would be moving side to side. So if you're standing here and I take a step to my left or take a step to my right, you're moving side to side. Then transverse is now a rotation. And in NFL football, especially offensive line play, when guys feet were set and then they moved transverse rotation of their upper body and then got loaded in that frontal plane and ended up resulting in a ton of back injuries. And I saw that mechanism play out over and over and over. Guys were sitting back, they rotated, and then they got hit from the side, and they invariably either hurt their back, dislodged a disc, and other things happened. So seeing this over and over again, and not being a crazy person, because you know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different response, I decided to add elements into my training to prepare myself for what I saw was happening. So a lot of the dynamic med ball work and a lot of the positioning that you'll see within power athlete comes from me biasing the trunk early in my training, realizing that if this is the most high value stuff I need to do, I got to put it first. So, um, you know, things like a training calves, which we tend to put at the end of the workout, because for your calves to really get hammered, you need to be pretty fatigued. So, you know, you think about slow twitch muscles and what it takes to really build calves. It helps to do it at the end of a workout after you've done all this work so that I can effectively overload them. But the trunk, no, I mean, that's something that fatigues. So you have to put that first. So as an NFL player, I put trunk training and more importantly, understanding three planes of motion, which would be sagittal, frontal, and transverse into the training program in different ways. So I could preface it. When I moved away from the NFL and ended up retiring and started working for CrossFit, We traveled the world educating athletes and training individuals, but we had no background in who they were. We would show up on a Friday, get to the place, show up Saturday morning to coach um, individuals for CrossFit football. There might be anywhere from 15 to 50 individuals that we'd never worked with in a foreign country, and we had to get them into a position to lift weights very quickly. But that required an assessment because we had to figure out who to triage and what to do, and we had to understand our athletes very quickly. So we started using the dead bug power athletes version of the dead bug, which is a basic ISO stability test. That is actually our first sagittal plane one we'll discuss as a way to not only check for uh, an individual's ability to arrange and maintain stability in their trunk, but also hamstring, uh, dorsiflexion, and look for injuries within the shoulder. And what we found was that that dead bug position really gave us a snapshot of the movement, ability, and quality of the individual that we were assessing. So from there, people sucked at it naturally because they had never seen it. And the prescription always became, how do I get better at dead bugs? More dead bugs. Individuals went away, did dead bugs, came back to the seminar. We got to see them again in a test and retest. 
then all of a sudden things like barbell movements and things that we saw them fail at, they were dramatically better at and realized, you know, I mean, I, I like to sometimes think that, you know, I'm an N of one, but for the masses, the dead bugs ended, ended up translating into better movers in the back squat and the deadlift and more efficient moving through space. So um, it ended up being a silver lining in that it was an assessment, but the assessment became the medicine. And certain points I want to pull out from that is the, the preparation and the assessment. Any good gym that you are walking into in terms of group fitness, each day should begin with some form of assessment. That's where we were able to accomplish with the seminar. It's also that our assessments were corrective exercises. Yep. We don't expect the, the gyms you're walking into to be on that level, but on powerathletehq.com forward slash training, all of our training programs include some form of prep work that puts you in a position to succeed that day. Within the prep work, as John mentioned, he identified a limitation within a lot of people's training and then the, the a injury mechanism within his sport. That is an approach that we take. We understand that weightlifting to the point where we know where people will fail and how they will fail. So have these limitations built into the prep work. So it's not only the trunk, it's also biasing the posterior chain good head position, good shoulder mechanics and function. So all different aspects that prevent injury, but also prepare you in your performance of the weightlifting that day are written into the program. And not a lot of other people take that approach. Their warmups are often, hey, let's just get our chili hot. Let's play a little athletic game to, to set well, the tone for class, but not necessarily specific to an individual's needs or a potential limitation within the lift. Well, you're talking about the transition between a group training model where you're bringing people in and it's really organized play for adults. I mean, lifting some weights. I mean, Recess. Women, well, it, it, people are having a good time. So you're going to go into a group training environment. There's going to be some form of warm up. All the power athlete training programs, uh, I'm not necessarily interested in warm ups. Warm up is what you need to do. If you need a jump rope, jump on the bike, go for a jog, anything you can to raise your core temperature. And get your chili get, hot. Get your chili hot um, and get ready to train prep work that I have programmed, um, the majority is going to be some form of trunk, some form of rotation, different movements. It's about prepping what we're going to do in the workout so that now you're prepared. Um, <clears throat> some of the programs like Jack Street, for example, will actually throw a little pre-exhaust where I like to, you know, if we're going to hit some back stuff, we're going to, you know, hit a bunch of rows to try to get a nice back pump before we go pull some heavy stuff. You're going to look at programs like uh, Field Strong that might have more plyos. So we're going to have some prep work to get you ready to jump and be explosive. Um, you know, we're going to look at sprint work on hammer, grindstone, whatever it looks like. Each program is going to be designed in a way so that by the time you get to the workout, you're prepped, you're ready. And then, you know, if it's basic barbell type movements, I'm really only interested in a few working sets or your top end set. Like, for example, if we're going to squat three or four heavy triples that it's programmed, uh, you're not just going to go in, stack that weight on, and hit the triple. You're obviously going to warm up. But at the end of the day, as somebody who's writing a training program online, I don't know what you need to warm up. I can make suggestions, but I mean, I've run into athletes that might need five, six, seven sets working up. I've also run into guys that need two or three. So um, at that point, I stopped and kind of went away from programming warm up sets and more programmed what I call working sets really anything over 70%, maybe 75%, heavy enough to where you start to got to get clued in. You're going to have to start to work and, um, you know, probably not, you know, checking Instagram in between sets. Uh, but, 
you know, you're starting to get into where the weights are getting heavy. I got to be a lot more dialed and I got to be, have my technique on point, but I'm using those warm up sets to effectively get ready to train. Let's say I'm squatting, getting my hips, getting my position, getting everything ready, but I shouldn't have to write a program where I'm telling you to squat 135 pounds for reps. It just doesn't make a ton of sense for me. But when I look at the training stuff, um, you know, whether or not people are cluing in on uh, technique checks or post different links for their training, I only really want to see that final top set or even maybe some one or two of the working sets so that we can start making assessments because unfortunately everybody lifts lights well, uh, lift lights well, uh, easily and well. Um, I remember old man Zangus, um, when I asked him about it, he goes, you know, if lightweights got us strong, why the fuck would we lift these heavy ones? So when we start looking at like technique and movement, it really helps to have it be heavy enough that it's forcing us to bring our best game. Yes. And the, the cool thing about the, the programs that utilize the, the ex- program experience throughout your career, John, Jack Street, Field Strong. So we use different mechanics. It's not just, hey, this is our strength of the day. This is our conditioning. See ya. No, there's so much more, and it's this opportunity to unlock athleticism or on Jack Street target specifically functional muscle tissue, not just what appears to be show muscles. No, building those go muscles on the backside. So having fun with it, this this high level of understanding of programming, arrangement, and then this this map, this vision of an annual training cycle depending on the goal that is offered up to athletes everywhere. Mm -hmm. What we are going to give the audience today is a little glimpse into now the value of the coaching that we provide from now until the end of January. If you purchase one full year of training, you will receive a lot of bonus, John. What, what, what exactly do they, are they in for once they sign up for an annual training? Yeah, you sign up for the annual training. We're going to gift you two resources to allow you to reach your goals in 2023. The first one is going to be one of our nutrition templates. So I just went back and redid all of our nutrition templates. Three very concrete plans of attack on how to lean. If you're looking to lean out, if you're looking to bulk, or importantly, you're looking to recomp using some of our keto carb cycling. So I went back and redid them, did new uh, FAQs, what to eat, and created a whole bunch of new information. So I'm excited to be able to give out this newest version of our nutrition templates to you. And then the other one is a one-on-one 15-minute consult. Um, one of the ways that we've guaranteed success is by you know plugging people in with power athlete coaches, you know, part of our team with Chris and I and the guys that are here, to allow you to create the best environment possible by putting a concrete game plan together, answer any questions, whether it be nutrition, training, whatever it looks like, and get you on the right path. Once we create that concrete plan of attack, helping you implement it and getting you headed in the right direction. We have a ton of connectivity within the training programs on Train Heroic, whether it be in the team feed, direct message, or you know within the daily uh, comments on the training program. So through there, social media, uh, Facebook pages, I mean, whatever it looks like, you have access to the coaches and you're not in this thing alone. We're going to help you get as far as we can. What do they say? If you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with the team. We're, we're providing that team. We're providing the resources and we're helping you get as far as you can. No man is an island. Rule 76, play like a champion. No excuses, play like, like a champion. champion. All right, that is, that's our first podcast of the year. I'm we excited. Yeah, we did it. Welcome to 2023. This is just the third installment of a full 
10-episode Move the Dirt series. Uh, We've already heard from John and Rudy. We got awesome guests in store. We're talking uh, fasting. I believe that one's next. We're talking fasting. We're talking goal setting. Uh, Getting started. So if you have an individual in your life that is just getting into fitness, here's what to expect from mental, emotional, physical. So we got a good one there. All sorts of things. So tune in throughout the month of January for a full Move the Dirt series. And if you're into some annual training and want to commit and stop wasting, I don't know, time, money, effort, all that bullshit, then uh, get on board. PowerAthleteHQ.com forward slash training. Bye. Bye. This episode of Power Athlete Radio is powered by Train Heroic, the most immersive strength training app experience on the market. We've built our online training business by partnering with Train Heroic and helping us deliver all of our world-class training programs like Jack Street, Field Strong, and Grindstone. To learn which Power Athlete training program best suits your goals, head to powerathletehq.com training. And if you're a coach looking to build a business with the best tech and training, go to trainheroic.co forward slash powerathletehq.